Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. What's up, my little Vander Pumpy fans and sex-loving Little Smatters fans? Uh, welcome back to another episode of VPR from the start. Ooh la la. Are you ready for this, Luke? I'm ready. I watched the episodes. This is episode six and seven. Episode six is titled Caught With Your Trousers Down. Caught With Your Trousers Down? wonder who we're talking about. So when this opened up, I actually put a little heart note in my notebook because I remember filming, so obviously it's been eight seasons that I filmed, and as seasons and years went on, I remember a lot of us being frustrated, like, they never highlight, like, what we were doing, like, pre-Sir and all of that, but then this episode opened up with literally them showing what we were all aspiring to do and what we were aspiring to be, and that Sir was just meant to be a stepping stone, a place for us to make money, to pay our bills, to achieve our dreams, and I was like, oh, man, that that made me smile. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. It was really nice. And then we go into, oh my gosh. So we go to Lisa's house. This is not Villa Rosa guys, but this is the old house, which is just as ginormous, if not bigger and beautiful. But I fucking love Ken. So we have Lisa talking to Sir's publicist. Number one, I'm like, Sir has a publicist. Why? Isn't that weird? Do you think, do restaurants I, have publicists? I mean, maybe in Los Angeles and Hollywood. I, I mean, it's new yeah. to me. I guess I didn't know either. But I love Ken because he goes, oh, did you hear the rumor? Lisa, did you hear the rumor? And I was like, oh my God, this is so season 10 of Ken to do. Hilarious. Was it season 10 that we just watched? That we Scandival? just watched, okay, correct. Okay. Yeah. When Ken spilled the beans right. about Raquel sleeping over Tom's. And now Ken's like here, just like spilling another rumor about Jackson Laura Lee having sex at Sir. And it's just like the only mistake he made was to not lock the door, right. <laughs> which was hysterical. Which I gotta love. I, I love Ken. I love his take on that. And I think it's kind of hilarious because, I mean, he's pretty right if they got caught doing it. But, Hysterical. you know, we'll come back to this as we get going. Touche, touche. So Laura Lee is obviously crazy in love with Jax. And Jax is obviously on the fence. He loves the intimate side of things, but... I love how you say the intimate side. Jax is basically like, we have great sex. And she's like, Isla Fisher from Wedding Crashers. Right. I will find you. I'll find you. <laughs> she's like, he's basically perfect. And he's like, she's a really good light. It's the best sex I've ever had. Is, is, is this very standard, do you think, for guys that are like not in a relationship? Like, do guys talk like that? Because in my brain, they do. Like younger dudes. Short answer, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interessante. And then, oh, really quickly, they show like Katie and I at Cycle House, which 
Not a whole lot to say about this scene, except for you guys. Let me tell you how hard it is when you're about to throw up all over yourself. My face is like purple, right? And Katie and I are sitting outside with these tiny little cold towels. And you have the producers being like, we have to talk about feelings. You guys know we have, we have so much shit to talk about. There's a lot going on with like the two of you with Stassi and like all of that. So you have to talk about it. And we know this, right? This isn't them telling us to do something that isn't honest or true, but I'm like, I'm going to vomit on myself. I think that my lungs are collapsing (laughs) and you want me to talk about feelings. It just made me laugh. So I thought you guys would enjoy the little tidbit of moments like that. I loved how red your face was because it made me feel, yeah, made me feel better about how red my face gets when I do heavy workouts. It's so beet red. Okay. I mean, if I go for like a really long jog, I look like a beet. Legit. Anywho, let's talk about Jackson Laura Lee. Yes. Let's talk about them. So Lisa calls Jackson Laura Lee into a meeting in the VIP room, which we'll get two seasons later, the exact same place I got fired. And she calls them out straight up. Like I heard from, you know, good authority, which obviously was Ken, that you were caught with your trousers down. And Laura Lee immediately is like, well, they both deny it, but she goes, we had sex at Takami. <laughs> I, th- I thought they did a great job of denying it. Really? I mean, it was pretty convincing. I mean, Laura Lee's a really good actor and Jax is a really good liar. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's really nothing. That, <laughs> you know, yeah. There's really nothing though that LVP could do about it. She doesn't actually have evidence. She doesn't have video or anything. Someone says one thing, you can't do something if they deny it together. Right. Yeah. But so. then we get to the, my favorite, like the interview bites, the confessional moments where they're like, no, we definitely had sex in the VIP bathroom. <laughs> oh yeah. That's great. <laughs> it's so good. But then Lisa excuses Laura Lee because she wants to just have that little one-on-one and reprimand Jax. Right. Right. Jack's been there longer and... How did you feel about this? Well, it was interesting. I thought that the biggest point in that was Jack saying, Laura Lee is not my girlfriend, which Laura Lee believes 1000% she's his girlfriend at this point. And he says, I shouldn't have a girlfriend right now. Yeah. Like, I don't have a girlfriend. I shouldn't have a girlfriend right now. Uh, This girl definitely thinks she's your girlfriend because as we see later, he essentially breaks up with her. So if it's not your girlfriend... Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Just fucking bless Laura Lee. Bless Laura Lee for season one. I swear to God. Oh, this was something really funny for me. Katie goes over to Stassi's house and she brings two bottles of wine for two people, right? Not odd. We used to drink a lot of shit ton of wine back in the day. Still drink wine. But my favorite part about this was, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but some, um, one of my friends showed me a TikTok that has our old casting videos from like our pilot from like 2011. And I've never seen these, these casting videos before. And in the casting videos, you have like our, some of our producers, Jeremiah, Alex Baskin and Bill Langworthy making these comments like on the side, they're being interviewed as well. And they literally said in these casting videos, these kids, these, these people would spend all their money that they had on like wine and drinks, but they couldn't pay their rent or afford food. They're not wrong. And so when you see Katie go to Stassi's and she has two bottles of wine, I'm like, yeah, rent's not getting paid. You're definitely not eating today. Yeah, that's, I mean, that sounds about right. Your priorities are in a different place at that age. I know. And we were so young, you guys. It was like, it was easy to stay skinny because, you know, the metabolism. 
Trust me, I'm 40 now and I'm not the same as I was back in my 20s. Anywho's. Now we get to the real bulk of it all. Oh, yeah. I don't even know why this was called Caught With Your Trousers Down because, yeah, that was a part of it, like the Jackson Laura Lee thing. But the bulk of this episode for me was truly showing the beginning stages of Frank's douchebaggery. Yeah, he really... Mm. What a fucking piece of shit. I don't know how with what he did going off on a customer, he could actually expect to keep his job. Yeah. You know, like he, he does act like he's like, yeah, I did that. Cause I wanted to get fired. I wanted what to did he, on. What did he do? So let's tell oh, in I, case you guys are not watching us, this with us and you're like kind of going back and we're jogging your memory. He literally ended up calling customers peasants because they said that they were double charged for a martini that they asked for a double. Okay, and a martini is literally just liquor. So uh, it's like actually not even like possible to do a double martini unless you have a glass big enough for that. Anyway, whatever the case was, yeah, Frank's like charging these people up the ass. They get upset about it. So he starts calling them peasants and telling, what did he say? Something to the girlfriend, like his girlfriend's ugly. I don't remember to the exactly. customer. He's just being like something, insulting. Something like, I'll embarrass you right now in front of your girlfriend. And you said, yeah. And he, what, I said it was a full Nelson. And uh, atomic wedgie or... Atomic Melvin. Atomic Melvin. Yeah. Basically a wedgie with underwear pulled up over your head. Yeah. But only see in cartoons. That doesn't really happen. But. It, no shit. Exactly. All of this is all being said. And Frank is going in to have this conversation with Lisa right before meeting Mark and Dana, who are Stassi's parents, who, by the way, you guys are not together. They were not together in this season. Um, And Luke was like, wait, really? I'm like, no, they just really got along and and it's cool. This whole scene flashed back to me in the very beginning of this episode where Frank is like already being demeaning to Stassi. And he's like, you know, if you just get off your ass once in a while. And he was talking shit about her writing for the magazine that Pandora had hired her for. And like, who the fuck are you, Frank? Like you're a fucking bartender at certain. You're sitting here belittling her dreams. Like, Oh God, I keep, Oh, I loathe Frank. I think maybe more than almost anybody I've ever had to film with. I felt that from you the second he entered the scene this yeah. season. Yeah. He just, what a fucking douchebag. Oh, but how, how I love though, when they do get to her parents, right? After he's fired. So, so Lisa fires him. Right. They get there and Stassi's parents are halfway hammered already. They've been drinking yeah. pounding vodka since they New got Orleans, there. baby, New Orleans. Yeah. Hey, it's fun. Yeah. And so at first it's like Frank is essentially like belittling Stassi right in front of them. And I can see her dad's face like, what the fuck? And then I see Dana just looking like she's going to kill him. But somehow, some way, Frank like turned that situation around and they all started laughing about it. Like Frank was literally insulting their daughter right in front of them. And then in turn, almost insulting Dana as well. Right. And, and Mark. And he did a great job of, well, with the parents, essentially, spinning off him getting fired, saying, oh, that's what I meant to do. I'm going to focus on my commercial real estate. Oh, he may, yeah. He makes himself sound like this big wig. Like, if you were huge into commercial real estate, you wouldn't have picked up a part-time job at Sir of all places. You fucking asshole. Anyway, I just hate him. And then I loved, um, Luke, Didn't you did not know about Stassi's chin implant. I did not. Oh, that, no, that was like... <laughs> mind-boggling for me. I don't know anyone that's just <laughs> super odd 
for me to fathom somebody getting a high school graduation present that is plastic surgery. Okay. See, I don't think that's as odd. I thought you were going to say it's odd. You don't know anyone who's ever gotten a chin implant. Oh, that too. That Which too. I, I, didn't, don't. I didn't know that existed, Same. but just to be any kind of plastic surgery at 18 years old, because yeah, you graduated high school. She had like, a round face. She looked Gothic. She wanted to be pretty. Hey, it worked for her. I, I, I just didn't Stassi, even, I wasn't aware that you this have was a beautiful a thing. chin. You have a beautifully gorgeous chin and Hartford has bows, so she'll never have to have a chin implant. And I got to say, <laughs> I'm glad you are not wearing the teal contacts anymore. They, oh, were, yeah. they so threw me off when I first, the first interview or first confessional. When Stassi had her when Stassi had them in, I'm like, what is wrong with her eyes? I know you said she's wearing colored or she's wearing contacts. And I was like, no, she's not, dude. She has like the prettiest blue eyes. And you're like, no, they're not blue though. They're like really teal. And I, it took me a second to remember that she did use to wear teal contacts during filming. Yeah. It was just weird to me. Only in the beginning of filming, but right. that was really funny. So Frank's a douchebag. Somehow he gets through this lunch with Mark and Dana w without looking like the horrible human that he is fine. But then later you have Tom, Tom, Katie and I at lunch and Jack's with the twitchy thumbs, like, can't wait to call. Frank got fucking fired. I thought it was funny. Or just obviously you and Jack's have been friends a long time, yeah. well before the show too. But that he, he calls you to tell you this and you're right there. I don't know. Oh, just, that he called me and not like one of the guys Yeah, or exactly. Called you to tell you. Maybe it's also because, because he knew. Because we're gossipy. Exactly. He knew you would spread it fastest. He's yeah. like, how do I get this to everyone fastest? Kristen, that's how. And because I hated Frank the most. Yeah. Because yeah. well, Katie hated him as well, but Katie just is a much was a much more like logical brain. Like I'm the emotion, she's the logic. Right. And so Katie would have been like, "Oh wow," and like told a couple people where I would have like asked someone to buy me a bottle of champagne so I could pop it and then shout it from a megaphone so West Hollywood could hear that Frank got fired Amazing. before I did. Amazing. It was fantastic. And my favorite part about that whole that whole scene though, when you. And Katie are at lunch with the Toms. I, I'm just weird, but Schwartz's glasses, the flip up sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. They were so, I don't know. It made me laugh. I laughed out loud. It was awesome. Is it not just so Schwartz though? It is very Schwartz. I mean, he still looks like a baby there. He, yeah. yeah. Socks Looks with sandals, a new pair of glasses for every single outfit. Oh man. He's That's what he has to give to the world. Kind of like me. I like socks and sandals. I know you do. Please I love do. them. Oh God, here we go. That's great. You guys know me. I love a product that is vegan and cruelty-free, and I'm always trying to do right by my body. So when it comes to my hair and my scalp health, finding a product that actually works and is made with clean ingredients nearly seemed impossible. But with Vegamore, I get products that do just that. With Vegamore, I am able to have visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, longer hair, all without harsh ingredients. All Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never, ever formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. Vegamore products are so easy to integrate into your daily hair care routine. I've been using the Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner along with the Grow Scalp Detoxifying Serum, and I'm actually seeing visibly less dandruff and I've never been happier. What's even better is Vegamore's value kits like the Grow Essentials Kit where you get to try more than one amazing product at a great savings. So basically you sign up for a monthly subscription, you save more, you never run low on products that you need to take care of your hair. Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow Serum every 15 seconds on their website. Legit, this is how good this stuff is. Give yourself the hair you never thought you could have with Vegamore and for a limited time, Sex Love and What Else Matters listeners get 
20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash and use code Doty at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash Doty, code Doty, to save 20% on your first order. Last time for you, it's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash Doty, code Doty. For me, hydration is so insanely important these days. And if you're tired of those sugary sports drinks that leave you feeling sluggish and bloated, Element is the game changer you have been waiting for. Element Electrolyte Drink Mix. It's refreshing. It's science-backed solution. It supports proper hydration and balance. Let me tell you from my personal self, it's everything you need and nothing you don't. It means lots of salt and no sugar. None of the junk, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. Element is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited for folks following keto, low carb, or paleo diet. Element can help prevent and eliminate headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, and other common symptoms of electrolyte deficiency. When you sweat, the primary electrolyte lost is sodium. Element is used by everyone from podcast hosts, me, to NBA, NFL, NHL players, Olympic athletes, to everyday moms and dads and exercise enthusiasts. And let me tell you, it's great for a hangover. My favorite part of Element though is their flavor choices. Watermelon, grapefruit, orange, raspberry, but my all-time favorite, chocolate. When I saw chocolate was an option, I was literally beyond shocked and intrigued. And let me tell you, it is delicious. Right now, Element is offering a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash Doty. That's drinklmnt.com slash Doty. This deal is only available through my link. So once again, go to drinkl mnt.com slash Doty. So that was pretty much it for this episode. And there was a little bit more on Frank and Stassi at the end where, you know, he was just being a dick, like a moonlighting is her personal assistant. And, um, I don't know, just like you're her boyfriend, you dick. And I was really proud that Stassi called him out on all of that and they broke up and that was that. So now we move on to the next episode. Oh yeah. So we're here on episode seven, In Love with Someone Else. Ooh. So this scene or this episode opens with Laura Lee and Jax on the sauna date, but we're going to fast forward past that so we can touch on it when we come back to the Laura Lee AA meeting. Yes. We're going to hit it all together. This is a very heavy Jackson Laura Lee episode. But in the beginning, Katie goes over to Stassi's and she tells Katie, like, Frank and I broke up. And she just, Stassi decides, like, I just think I need to not be with anyone right now because, like, clearly I'm not making these decisions rationally. And she says, even like specifically, she goes, I think it was the idea of being with me that he liked, but it wasn't actually me. And as a 23-year-old, barely 23-year-old girl, I thought that was like pretty profound to like sit with those thoughts and kind of say like, okay, I, I know I need to know a little bit better now. Right. It is. But do you think that there's any way she would have even called that a relationship or a breakup? She says flat out two breakups in two months. And I'm like, to me, that's just mind boggling. You don't have two relationships. You can even call a breakup in two months. That's not. Okay. But when you were like. In your early 20s. I was in high school. I had two breakups in two months. That you would say, but if you dated someone for a a month or three months, were they your girlfriend? Did you ever call someone your girlfriend when you dated for like a few months? A few months, sure. But not after I'd get, not immediately start dating someone else after breaking up 
after being together for two months. So my question to you though is, yeah. do you think there's any chance she would have called him, called Frank, her boyfriend, if she hadn't already been sleeping with him for a period of time while she was with Jax? Um, that's a good question. And I think because of her age at that time, yes. Okay. Like I feel like there wasn't a lot of like quote unquote dating around that time at her age. Yeah. Like I was, I'm much older than Stassi. I was like 27 or 28 when we started filming this, but I remember back to like my early days and I'm, I'm mostly a relationship gypsy as I've said before, but when I never was like, Oh, I'm dating someone. It was like, you're my boyfriend or we went out once. Hmm. Girls are different than guys. I don't know. That's just my, my, uh, okay. Those are just my thoughts, but you're not wrong. I just feel like once I got to college, obviously I had a, I had a high school girlfriend. We dated two years in college. After that, anyone that I was saw for a period of time, I wasn't ready to call my girlfriend. Like we dated you also, for, but you also weren't dating someone at the, your work and filming a reality show with them. So you were with them 24 fucking seven. <laughs> true. So maybe fair that point. was part of it, but that, you're not wrong. That's a fair point. Yeah. And then just a couple quick things before we get into the bulk of the Jackson Laura Lee thing. I thought this was so wild when Lisa, I don't even remember who Lisa was talking to, but she says to someone about like, maybe it was Sheena Somebody about like working a party for her friend, Mohammed. So just so you guys know, Mohammed, that's um, Gigi and Bella Hadid's dad and Anwar as well. But it's so wild because way back then, I mean, those girls were so young. I mean, they were teenagers. And I remember when Pandora, Lisa's daughter and Jason, um, Pandora's now husband, they had their engagement party was at one Mohammed's house. And he had like a fucking elevator. He had a ballroom. He had a Turkish bathroom. I mean, I'm telling you, every room in that man's house was like bigger than any apartment or even the house that I owned, to be honest. Wow. So it was just wild hearing this now, you know, this many years later, over a decade later, where she's like, oh, my friend Mohammed. And we all waited on Mohammed. We all knew who Mohammed was. And we knew that he was one of Lisa's like wealthy friends, but he was so kind to us. But now I'm like, that's fucking Gigi and Bella Hadid's dad. Anywho. So we ready to, oh, are we going to talk about the girls kind of talking shit about you before you oh, get yeah. to the, At the, the pool? pool day? Yeah. I think I handled that fairly well. I haven't seen that, that episode, this episode or that scene in since season one. Yeah, you, you did. And my question for you though, that's interesting with recording because there's editing and there's all this time before you ever get to see that. Were you, do you remember being aware of that being the case before it aired or did you watch that when it aired and be like, Oh damn, they were talking shit about me right when I showed up. So I don't really remember right now. I don't remember like, Oh, that day when I went in to go film, but watching myself and knowing myself and how confidently I acted when I walked upstairs and like got to the rooftop and very specifically said hi to Sheena, hi to Katie and ignored Stassi. I definitely knew that what I was walking into. Okay. That's fair. I mean, I, th I can see the way that I acted. So you weren't surprised when you found out more details? No, I don't Not think so. Yeah. No. But now, like if it were me now, like this is also, it's funny is that right now, if I were on this show and filming this scene and let's say all the same shit was going on and I had to show up there, I would walk up and say hello to all of them and just be like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Not on your petty shit anymore. But that's my 40 year old self, not my 27 year old self, you know? Yeah. Wild. Interesting. Okay. So now let's just full on Laura Lee it. Okay. Let's get after it. Oh, so boy. this whole sauna date thing was interesting, right? Uh, Jack says it's totally not his jam yet. He ends up spending more time in there than she does. And but then he makes that horrific joke. Is this what it's like when you talk to your dad? Cause he's in prison. Oh yeah. That is, uh, 
What Ooh. in the actual wow. fuck? I mean, listen, I'll always say God bless Jax Taylor for making great fucking television and saying things maybe people are thinking or things we wouldn't have thought of that are very like off colored kind of fucked up jokes. So that's where I stand with it. But also now watching it, I'm like, what the fuck, bro? That's cringy. I mean, that's like, Ooh, oh my dude. God. but also then I guess uh, in retrospect, you do have to also imagine Laura Lee's like, Oh, I used to be addicted to meth. Ha 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 ha. Like she's very like dirty laundry all over the place. Totally. So I get it. I've, I've made a mistake before with a friend that was sensitive about a subject that she frequently joked about and I didn't realize she was the only one that could joke about it. So I've done it before. So can't totally blame Jax if it's something that they're like comfortable talking about all the time. And then you like throw your joke in coming from you. It doesn't land. No, it made me physically fucking uncomfortable though. Yeah, it was cringy. Oh my God. Yeah. So then I, I thought I, for some reason when that scene popped up, I was like, did they have sex in the sauna? For some reason I thought that they did, but thank God they did not that no. we know of. But then as they're leaving though, Laura Lee and Jax are talking about Laura Lee's drinking and that it just mm -hmm. happens sometimes. And sometimes Jax just doesn't hear from her for a while because. Oh, and she's been it, sober, I think six days, she said, or a week or right, something. Right. Yeah. And then the next day he just finds out that, oh, she fell off the wagon essentially. Mm -hmm. And she drank a shit ton and yeah, she's feeling like shit. So that brings that up and that brings us right into the AA meeting. Yeah. And I will say to tag on to that, I don't know if there's more of Laura Lee with the drinking at the end of this season or not. I don't think so. I can't remember. But I was very good friends with Laura Lee around this time. And I really, I'm the helper, you know, I'm the fixer. That's who I am. And I want to like put everyone under my little wing and fix the broken souls of the world. But I do remember like her being really kind, really fun, really funny, really fucking talented, but very dangerous to herself. And she really did have like a really big problem. Like I would come home to the apartment I have with Sandoval and I would tell her, like, if you need to go somewhere, it's close to work. If you just need to get out, you can go to my apartment. And she would have drank like a fifth of vodka. So I'm not shaming her. I'm just saying, like, she was very dangerous to herself. And to be honest, she, she probably shouldn't have been on the show for her mental health. But okay, for, for her, also, for she was her mental fantastic. health. I'm going to say, I love that Laura Lee's in this season. I, she's like, might be my favorite character this whole season. You've said that ever since she was introduced. You were like, I love her. I love her. She's fantastic. She is. And I agree. I agree. I wonder what she's up to these days. Um, but then, yes, yeah, so we now we're at AA. I was very surprised watching it now that they allowed camera crew in Alcoholics Anonymous because it is anonymous. Right. Yeah, that is. But I guess they must have had people willing to sign off on it. Maybe there were people that are like now sponsors for other people and you know maybe that they wanted to highlight that i don't know but i definitely felt like a shock value that they allowed that to be filmed and then yeah jacks breaks up with her at her fucking AA meeting well his jaw <laughs> totally drops when he when he hears her like confessional when she picks up the mic and starts talking his like jaw drops he didn't know everything that she just spilled in her AA meeting yeah i can't remember exactly what she I, said i don't remember but exactly what she said but i remember pretty like, dark seeing details. his face he's just like oh i didn't know this stuff it was yeah it was dark details and they'd only been fucking for like a couple of weeks right so, but she's like planning their wedding. Jax, with this impeccable timing, <laughs> they're leaving AA, decides it's the right time to break it off. And what kind of reaction could you expect? I mean, granted, Laura Lee has the things that she's dealing with, but right. come on, you can't blame her for like 
I, th- I actually think she handled it pretty well. She could have lost her shit way worse than she did right. with well, him breaking up with her right She there. does coming up. But right. what's funny to me about Jax back then is like, <laughs> he's, he's trying to be honest with her, right? He's actually really like, it's just a lot right now. It's a little too much, too fast. It's every single day. It's, he's essentially saying like, we just jumped into almost like a fucking marriage Instead of like a fun, casual dating. But then he even says to her like, you know, I I still want to like be intimate with you. Right. And she's all excited about it. But he's basically like, I want to fuck you. I don't want to be your boyfriend. (laughs) And that's that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate um, the honesty, to be be fair. I'd say there's a lot of men or young men out there, boys, whatever, that have had a similar line said to a girl that they were, you know, started off, they hook up and then they start off like kind of dating more, just having sex all the time. And then they're like, Oh, I don't really want to date this person. So they feed them some line like that. But what I think from my personal experience, cause mm-hmm. I have done that. I'll admit to that. Okay. Is that that is what kind of sparks hope in the girl that is like, obsessed. you're absolutely right. And that is kind of the bigger mental issue with doing that. And I, like I said, I admit that I've done it and I know that lots and lots of men have also done the same thing. Oh, it's happened to me so many times. 100%. Right. But, but it sparks that hope in your mind. Exactly. Yeah. That you're like, Oh, he still wants to have sex. So with you're me, so. saying there's a chance, right? Oh, I can get him back. I can make him fall in love with me. Yep. Right. Yeah. He loves having sex with me. loves making out with me. Therefore he likes spending time with me. There's some kind of little disconnected, but I will figure it out and he will love me. Yep. 100 fucking percent. That was deep, babe. (laughs) Green Chef makes eating, well, so easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or maybe you're just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Luke and I love it. Now choose from 50 plus weekly menu and market items. Discover exciting new flavors that support your healthy lifestyle. Eating well does not have to be boring, trust me. Satisfy your cravings for adventurous eats made nutritious. Discover exciting new flavors this summer with recipes that feature certified organic fruits and vegetables, sustainably sourced seafood, and unique farm fresh ingredients like tart cherries, truffle zest, and rainbow carrots. Plus, Green Chef delivers everything you need to eat clean the easiest way this summer. Feel your best with nutritionist-approved recipes packed with clean ingredients that support your healthy lifestyle and taste amazing too. I love that Green Chef does all the heavy lifting for me personally. They send me everything I need straight to my door. My current favorite snacks are the milk blueberry oatmeal and the cinnamon crumb muffins. Feel your best this summer with seasonal recipes featuring certified organic fruits and vegetables, organic cage-free eggs, and sustainably sourced seafood. Go to greenchef.com slash 50 Use code DOTY50 to get 50-5-0% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash DOTY50 and use code DOTY50 to get 50% off, half off, plus free shipping for delicious meals straight to your door. I had been traveling nonstop lately, and while I love being on the go, jet lag and time changes totally mess with my sleep cycle. A few months ago, I started using Butler Hemp Company's Sleep Blend CBD oil, which has helped me get some of the best sleep in years. Instead of using habit-forming ingredients that make me feel groggy and out of it in the morning, it's made with hemp-derived cannabinoids that help me fall asleep super quick, but more importantly, sleep through the night. And I turned you on to Butler and their 
products because I've worked with them for years. I've been to their GMP certified lab in Kansas and I know it's safe. You don't have to question the quality of Butler's products like you might the stuff you find at gas stations. I mean, seriously, if you have any sleep issues, trust us because we know that we all do. Hello, life is stressful. And if you use my personal code, DOTY15, you can get your bottle now for 15% off and start getting that life changing, ready to wake up and kick ass sleep that you deserve. So go to butlerhemp.co to grab yours now. That's B-U-T-L-E-R-H-E-M-P.co to get yours now and use code DOTY15. Okay, so we're about to wrap up this episode and I want to quickly just talk about the Sheena audition scene because I, re- I what I do remember back then when people watched it um, and obviously we didn't have the Instagram and all of that, but I do remember people kind of thinking Sheena was like being dramatic about it and being like, I missed a really important audition to work your dinner party because you said I had to work your dinner party, Lisa. Now you're telling me I can't work your dinner party. So why the fuck am I here? I felt for Sheena so fucking hard watching this back and it brought me right back to that day because Sheena at that time was a working actress and she was auditioning a lot and she had an agent and a manager and like was working far more than anybody else on our cast was right and also what's fucked up about it and like you know sorry to production but like it was fucked up for them to give her this call time to say you have a call time as a cast member to be at this restaurant. Therefore, you cannot go to your audition. And then to have it spun on her where she missed an audition that could have been like really great. Now, granted, everything worked out as it is. Sheena is filming season 11 of Vanderpump Rules now. She's killing it. But just that one moment in time, I remember being like, this is really fucking unfair. And I think it was the first time I felt like a cast member was a bit manipulated by Lisa or the producers or, or someone, I didn't know much about it, but I just remember really like feeling for her and being like, yeah, you should have Shay come pick you up. You should go home. Fuck this. They're not going to fire you from sir. You're not fucking waiting tables here. Like get out, you know? Right. I I felt really bad for her. Um, and then we end the episode with essentially what the episode was called in love with someone else. Yes. Jack's trying to get Stassi back and letting her know that if there's a chance He said, knowing I can get you again, like the possibility is enough. And this is coming from like a 32 year old man talking to a 23 year old girl. Right. But it's sometimes 32 year old men are not 32 year old men. They're 32 year old boys. Right. And and this isn't the same situation, but it totally makes me think of Dumb and Dumber. Really? (laughs) When, yeah, of course they tell Jim Carrey saying 99 or no one in a million was a chance that they end up together. (laughs) And he just gets this big grin and goes, so you're saying there's a chance. You're so right. When I was watching, I just, I was like, oh my God, I remember. And Luke, I feel like you can probably attest to this and anyone listening who was younger, you know, in, in love. It's like when you're in that moment, it does feel like forever. Like, what, what do I do in this moment? Like if we break up, like we're, I'm never going to find this husband or like I'll lose him forever. There's no chance. It just feels so heavy when you're in it. Whereas when you grow up, why they call it growing pains, you know, you start realizing there's a lot of fish in the sea and emotional awareness. Yeah. That's a huge part of it too. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. I thought I, as I was rolling my eyes, watching the scene, And then I stopped myself and I was like, it's really easy to roll my eyes at it now. But back then when you're in it, like you're, you're fucking in it. Yeah. 
you know? Absolutely. A hundred percent. And so, yeah, with that, Jax is talking to Stasi. Very shortly after, Laura Lee decides it's time. It's time to call Jax out. Drop the bomb. Yeah, let's drop the bomb. Let's light right this now place on fire in front of the customers. Let's just <laughs> get after it. I'm gonna tell you everything I think about you. God bless. Fucking hey. slow clap for Laura Lee. I. She's wish... literally like that's that's the kind of shit I would have pulled. I think, but I never did. But like, I wanted to have like the balls to do like I would do that on other people's behalfs but never like really on my own behalf because then I just looked crazy where Laura Lee's like you know how about just have some fucking respect and say I'm sorry that I've been inside of you (laughs) like (laughs) damn Gina get it (laughs) oh yeah no she nailed it I think wait was she is she on any other seasons no no that's a shame yeah that was the end of Laura Lee and I do remember when she left the show she booked we're the millers right after and then a jennifer love hewitt television show and then to be honest i have no idea where the fuck she is since then haven't spoken to her since so for her laurely this catches wind to you you want to come talk on the podcast yeah please hit me up girl you know i got you so yeah that's that and um coming up next week we just have the finale and the reunion finale and reunion and you guys all of you vanderpump watchers you know what's about to happen luke has no idea what is about to happen in the finale i don't but i so i'm curious if do you think you can guess what happens i haven't i haven't thought that far ahead but well well, let me just ask you right now so the finale that always goes out with a bang on a show right some there's some kind of confession or a moment or like two people break up or get together or someone admits something or a lie is exposed or, you know, there's some kind of bang. I'm going to say, what do you think it is? Stassi decides to give Jack some hair of a chance. Mm-hmm. Then he either does something to really fuck up or some truth about something he's been lying about comes out. And then in the reunion, it's Stassi being really pissed at Jax and Laura Lee chiming in a bunch. And that's my guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll find out next week. Well, well hey, I'm hoping you think we can, really nail Jax down to let's be let's nail Jax to a cross to be a part of next we week's. need to make him do this because I think it'd be fantastic we're, we're manifesting it right now yep it's gonna happen I'm holding him down it's happening Jason Jason Couchy you've got to be on the finale for season one episode final okay guys oh my gosh this is so wild I can't believe we're going back in time um but yeah stick with us next week will be the last one and I'm gonna force Jason Couchy to be on And don't forget, as always, Wednesdays, sex, love, and what else matters. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.